Sports Tonight. Taking a look at the biggest stories in Denver sports. From your online home for the best opinions and information on the Broncos, Nuggets, Avalanche, Rockies, and more. DenverSports.com. Good evening, Colorado. The Rocky Mountain Mile High Region. What is up Friday night? Cecil Lammy, Denver Sports Tonight. A little bit out of breath. <laughs> You're going to put up a hoop in the studio. I'm going to play basketball when I get here. Okay? I'm going to do my best Nikola Jokic impersonation. Although, Lord knows, <laughs> he's got more talent in his navel lint than I had in my entire body playing basketball. The Denver Nuggets are going to the NBA Finals. I can't even believe when I say that. It's one of those things, and listen, everywhere I go and people are representing the Nuggets, you really see that more so than the Broncos. Like, absolutely no doubt. Uh, it was a week ago, uh, give or take a week ago, 10 days ago, I went to Mission Ballroom to see Mr. Bungle, my favorite band of all time. And I don't think you can play Mr. Bungle on the radio, KJ. I know you were hankering to do that. But either way, um, bunch of Nuggets gear. I think I maybe saw like a Broncos hat. Like maybe. And I know it's a metal show. And I know it's a mosh pit. And I know that maybe that's not exactly the audience. But it was just interesting to note. Go around town. Go to the gas station. Go to the mall. Wherever you go. What are you going to see? You're going to see people representing the Denver Nuggets. Super excited about the Nuggets in the NBA Finals and just absolutely over the moon that it's actually going to happen. We're actually going to see the Denver Nuggets compete for an NBA title. And as someone who's lived in Colorado his whole life and grew up, you know, watching and loving basketball. And remembering the days of T.R. Dunn, <laughs> or Bill Hanslick, right? Um, Michael Adams, all the old school Denver Nuggets. Loving LaFonso Ellis. Loving Antonio McDyess, of course. Loving Matumbo. Um, it's just, it's so bizarre. Like, it's real. It's here. And when you watch this team all season long, you had the feeling that they would make it here. They had to make it here. I And I'd said before, usually in private, but anytime I'd crack a mic and I would say something, because, of course, I'm co-hosting Orange and Blue today, Monday through Friday, 3.30 p.m. on our digital platforms with Andrew Mason. So I'm talking Broncos all the time, of course, talking NFL. But if I ever got a chance to talk NBA, I would always say, well, they got to get to the finals or else it's a disappointment. They are the best team in the associations. They got to get there or it's a disappointment. It's not a disappointment. They made it and they swept LeBron. I know he needed surgery or whatever. I made a bunch of the LeBron stands mad and I'm okay with that because I don't have a problem with LeBron James. I don't, I'm not a LeBron James fan per se, but I understand the history and how important he's been to the NBA. Uh, what I can't stand are LeBron James fans who think that anything he does is like the greatest thing ever. Now, maybe people say that about me with Michael Jordan, 
but the debate is over. It's it's not even a debate. It hasn't been a debate in a long, long time, in my opinion. So, yeah, after the Nuggets sweep the Lakers, and I'm tweeting like, I don't ever want to hear anyone ever say LeBron's the GOAT. And there's something on Walter Payton Wednesdays, and I love sweetness, my favorite NFL player of all time, and used to pretend I was Walter Payton running on the farm out at Grover, Colorado when I was a kid growing up in the 80s and the 90s, like I wanted to be Walter Payton. And Walter Payton said, when you're good, you tell everyone about it. When you're great, everyone tells you. And so with LeBron, like, I'm the greatest of all time. Like, uh, do you really need to say that? Because if you are the greatest of all time, everyone just says it about you. You don't need to go out there and remind everybody. And that's just um, one of my many issues um, with LeBron stands. Like, I just, stop. Come on, stop. It's over. The greatest player on the planet Nikola Jokic. We all know that. It's simple to see. It's easy to see. He's doing things big men shouldn't be able to do. Best passing big man of all time already. Um, I so want him specifically to win a championship. And I really want Jamal Murray to win a championship as well. My favorite Denver Nugget is Jamal Murray. No offense to Nikola Jokic. Um... The type of basketball that I like is more geared towards what Jamal Murray does. The attacking, aggressive style, three-pointers, dunks, dribble drive, all those sorts of things. That's my favorite type of basketball. My favorite basketball player of all time is Michael Jordan, obviously. Somebody brought up that I was a Bulls fan or something. I can't remember. One of LeBron James fans like, you're just a Bulls fan. I'm like, no, not a Bulls fan. Huge Michael fan. Not a Bulls fan. Um, but the, everything that this team has gone through, this is where the stories come through. And I, who was it? Uh, Mannix? Is that right, KJ? Chris Mannix? Yeah? Yep. Sports Is he actually Sports Illustrator or is he one of the uh, affiliates? Sports Illustrator. It's actually Sports Does that even matter? I don't think so. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah. So, like, Chris Mannix saying, like, there's no storylines. You haven't been paying attention. <laughs> Like, there's no storylines with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, yeah, there are. Yeah, there's plenty. There's plenty. Look at the journey. I'm giving you two players right there and their journey and how incredible and spectacular it's been. The Michael Malone story when after the Jamal Murray knee injury, which really crushed him. I mean, you remember, and it was about a four-game stretch, and I remember being on these airwaves. I think it was me and Nick telling you, like, hey, you got Aaron Gordon. Like, this thing could be pretty special. And it was for, like, four games. And then Jamal Murray gets hurt. And you're like, oh, <laughs> let all the air go out of the balloon. Well, that's back because Murray's back. You're getting what you need to get from MPJ. I still, Michael Porter Jr., Michael Jr. Porter as Charles Barkley, the ultimate Nuggets defender, by the way, should ask BK. To get him on the airwaves, uh, his best friend. Um, like, yeah, uh, Michael Porter Jr. is doing what you need him to do. He's never going to be Kevin Durant, although that talent and that skill is there. Um, he's not going to play defense. He's not going to create his own shot. As long as he's knocking him down, baby, light and sweet, I don't care. Like, uh, yeah, Michael Porter Jr. is going to be 
what he's going to be, and that's fine because it's enough. It's what you need. You'd like more. Probably not going to get it, but whatever. But Jamal Murray, I wrote this in Mile High Monday a week or two ago. Jamal Murray is the type of player, he won't win MVP, but if he can play at an MVP-like level when he's on and when he's hot and when he's cold, he gets hot. When he's cold, and we've seen him start out cold during these playoffs, during this run for the Denver Nuggets, we've seen Jamal Murray start cold, finish hot, finish strong. And any NBA game, and basketball fans get mad when I say this, but like, yeah, watch the last five minutes, you'll pretty much see everything you need to see, especially in the playoffs. But it's playoff basketball. You want to watch everything. Playoffs are just different. I say the same thing about hockey. You know how many regular season hockey games I watch? Eh, Zero. You want to know how many playoff hockey games I watch? As much as I can. It's different. It's a different game. It's a different sport. The regular season's too long in hockey. I think it's too long in basketball. I've often said anytime there was a strike, uh, about 50 games, you get that 50-game NBA schedule, then everything is must-see TV. So, yeah, 82 games, uh, whatever, I'll fall asleep. Um, but playoff basketball is completely different. And the Denver Nuggets are here to win it all. And I would love nothing more than that. I am satisfied with what they've done. They're not satisfied. And that's the difference. That's why I wanted to start off tonight's show. And just talking about how people are representing the Nuggets everywhere you go. It's great to see. I'm at Starbucks today in Littleton. And talking to, I believe she's the manager, Amy, her husband's big fan, Jeff. He's a Philly guy. And he's like, I, I even know Joel Embiid did not deserve the MVP. The best player on the planet is Nikola Jokic. But you know what's better than MVP? Finals MVP. And guess what Nikola Jokic can win and bring it home? It's the finals MVP. So regular season MVP, that's great. That's awesome. Should have been three times in a row. Whatever. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I'm not going to lose my mind about it because voters are dumb. How many times have we seen it? Michael Jordan should have been three times in a row MVP, and he wasn't. Most he got in a row was two. So whatever. Uh, Randy Gratishar is not in the Hall of Fame. Voters are dumb. Need I say more? So, yeah. Even when Philly fans, like my man Jeff at the Starbucks, when he's like, yeah, Joel Embiid shouldn't have won. Yes, of course, we know. Everybody knows. The best player on the planet Nikola Jokic, right there. So go win the finals, go win finals MVP. But I will say for what I needed to see from this team, just straight needed it, for Michael Malone's sake, was like, okay, this team is good enough to get to the finals, get there. And they did with the Thunder. Now, will they get cold with this layoff? That's what you're wondering. Uh, Jake Shapiro wrote about that, denversports.com how the Nuggets are trying to stay fresh and keep things sharp during this layoff. That's what we're going to see. But you are talking about a team that can win it all. I'm not going to say, I know my man Derek Wolf, he's like, they're going to sweep them, whatever, whoever it is. Okay, that's cool to say. Yeah, Nuggets and five. Again, depending on who they play, like, okay, let's let's see what that looks like and how they play. But Nuggets and Five sounds pretty good to me. You know, uh, another parade in the Mile High City, it sounds pretty good to me. 
and just getting that finals MVP trophy on the mantle of Nikola Jokic, having a Jamal Murray being a champion, then what that does for the Nuggets. I'm not going to fast forward past the finals, obviously, but you can't help but think what a title would do in terms of attracting players to Denver. Denver has built things, and I said this before, I said this years ago, they're trying to do what the Spurs did, and that's the toughest way to build things. The toughest way to build is with your own players and through the draft and with time and with development, but you build it, you hopefully can hold it together, and you make a run. I think it was Mike Evans that wrote about the Nuggets being a dynasty. Let's get them one, okay? Let's get them one, Mike. Mike's an excitable guy, all right? Our Mike Evans with the mom jeans, the five head, you know, he's an excitable type of dude. But I'm telling you, Mike, just calm down a little bit. Take a breath. Let the Nuggets get one, and then we can talk Dynasty. And I already can see the text line, RamosLaw.com text line, 303-713-1043. Yeah, but see, you said with the Walmart group that they could have a Dynasty with the Broncos. Yeah, I still believe that, but you don't have the pieces yet. You have Sean Payton. I'll talk about what I can (laughs) coming up a little bit later. It is really stupid that us media types keep complaining about what we can and can't say. Like, eh, whatever, Sean Payton's locking it down. All right, But I wanted to open up with the Denver Nuggets because they're going to the NBA Finals. We've never said those words before. They're going to the NBA Finals. Now go win it. I'm satisfied. I'm satiated. I'm like, okay, they did what they're supposed to do. And this is, this is why I hate super teams. And I hope, did Giannis kill the super team era, KJ, in your opinion? I would say yes because he gave a passageway for superstars to stay home. Yes, yes. And he even had talked about that, too. Like, I didn't want to make a super team. Right. And I, I dig that because I hate the super team uh, era. I hate the super team idea. And let's just go play basketball with a bunch of my buddies and strip it down and leave teams and all these sorts of things. I just, I don't like that. But to do what the Spurs did, and the Spurs with the dynasty, obviously, and the big fundamentals and Tim Duncan and all those guys, like, um, to do that is incredibly difficult. The Denver Nuggets have followed that path. Now, they don't have one title, but they're on their way. They could get one. They're favored to get one. Okay, now what's next? Sound like my man Kyle Clark from 9 News. Hashtag 9 News. What's next? Yeah, you get a title, then you're thinking, okay, what else can we get? Let's get another one. Let's go for it. And this team has been in a window since the bubble. I've said it, like, probably should have won the one in the bubble. But whatever, LeBron got it, and I'm not going to put an asterisk by it. It was weird. I'm just glad that we had sports. You know, it was was a weird time, trying time, lost a lot of people. Like, no, okay, the bubble was the bubble. There's no asterisk for it, whatever, LeBron, whatever. Like, I, I don't even care. Again, the LeBron thing is just so tired to me. I respect him. Certainly respect his game. He's not the GOAT. End of story. Done. Can we move on, please? Y'all have to be a bunch of stands for him. Like, he's the greatest ever. And was uh, the Winhorst, right? Yep. I, I'm not going to fat shame him. <laughs> but please, eat a salad, bud. Like, seriously. And, and again, I, 
I lost 60 pounds. Uh, let me finish. Like, everybody knows the story. So I'm not going to fat shame Brian Windhorse, but please, for the love of God, dude, you're on TV. You can't tighten up a little bit? Seriously? Seriously. And then your fat ass goes out there and talks about, like, this is the best team I've ever seen in a sweep. That's just dumb. That's dumb. It doesn't have anything to do with weight. And no, I'm not going to get in trouble, and I don't want to be mean. I'm not being personal. I'm just saying, for your own health, you might want to drop some LBs and drop the stupid takes. That's just me. Okay? I'm just saying. Like, again, not personal, not being mean. I don't want to be a bully. But when you go on TV and you say that that's the greatest performance ever in a sweep, that's just ridiculously stupid. It's just mind-blowingly stupid. I'm just saying. I had Paxton Lynch as a first-round pick. Uh, Okay? So I've had some bad takes. But I didn't say that was the greatest performance I've ever seen in a sweep. That's ridiculous. Don't be dumb. Let's move past that, shall we? And if you're the Nuggets, okay, the disrespect, the fans, oh, this is disrespect. Yes, yes, yes. Use it. Feed it. Grow it. Like, absolutely use that as fuel. Tackling fuel is what Waterboy would say. Absolutely use that. Going forward, everyone hates you. Everyone disrespects you. Yes, yes. Go win it all and rub it in their flipping faces. Okay? And the refs tried as much as they could do to get the Lakers the title. It's the greatest performance ever. Like, okay, whatever. All I know is they didn't win a damn game. And the refs were completely on their side. Ask any Golden State fan. Did they have 100 more free throws in Golden State? I believe that was correct. They had 100 more free throws. Mm Mm-hmm. Against Golden State. Something a little wrong there. Something a little off, I would say. So I look at it as, yes, yes, keep up the disrespect. Keep it going. Everyone except Chuck, the round mound rebound. Yes, keep it up. Keep it going. Nationally, yes, the disrespect. Bring it on more. I feel like Kylo Ren, right? More, more. Like, do it, yes. That's fuel to the fire for the Denver Nuggets. And whatever it takes, man, it's a results-based business. And at the end of the day, it's whatever it takes. What's it going to take for them to win the title? Everyone hates us and disrespects us. Yep. Whatever. I don't care. Do they win it all? That would be great. I I think this season has been successful. This season has proven many things about the Denver Nuggets. Now put the cherry on top. Now finish this thing off. Now make it happen with an NBA title. That would be the greatest for the Denver Nuggets. I think it would be fantastic. I think it would be great. And again, I'm someone who's just going to watch with great rooting interest, not as a Nuggets fan, but just someone who appreciates what Nuggets fans have gone through. Appreciates the struggles for decades of what Nuggets fans have gone through, especially at the hands of the Lakers. So, yeah, is this going to be sweet if they win it all? Sure. Can't get ahead of yourself. You want to see it happen. So go out there and make it happen. And if you're the Denver Nuggets, you'll be able to do that. And then that's where I go Kyle Clark on you. What's next? What's next? Okay, 
yeah, and the next one's next. On to the next one, right? That's what's next. So go get this one. And the teamwork, the toughness, I think the toughness is something that people are overlooking. I think, especially because offensively, he may not put it in the bucket as much as you want with Aaron Gordon, but certainly people aren't paying enough attention to what Gordon is doing. And again, rewinding to when they first got Gordon, and they had like four games before Jamal got hurt. There's four or five games, KJ. Remind me if you if you uh, know it off the top of your head, but like, when they got Gordon, like, that was the piece. That's an incredible piece to the puzzle. And not enough people are even talking about what Aaron Gordon's been doing throughout this entire playoff series and the matchups that he's had to face and to shut down as a defensive stopper and then taking on that role. What was he in Orlando? Like 24 points a game, something like that, top of my head? Yeah, roughly speaking, yeah, that, that same season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's at least a 20-point guy. I think it was like around 24 points, whatever, with Orlando. I mean, he's the man. You're scoring buckets. And with the Nuggets, you're not asked to do that. And how many players would reject that? How many players would be like, no, I'm the man. Give me the, give me the rock. Like, give me the, pass me the pill. Like, that's what players would do. And Gordon, well, he hasn't done that. He's accepted his role. Jamal Murray. Some guys get cold, it gets in their head. Jamal Murray gets cold, he just gets hot. Like, yeah, he'll be cold. Shooters are streaky. He's going to get cold, but he doesn't let it get to his head. He just goes out and gets hot. MPJ, (laughs) I'm a little more delicate when I talk about Michael Jr. Porter. Michael Porter Jr., when I talk about him, I'm a little more delicate with things because, again, I think what you're getting from him is enough. That'll do, pig, but it's not... Not what he could be. Michael Porter Jr. could be so much more. Um, but whatever. Like, he's not going to be that. I don't care. I don't want to belabor it. They're in the finals. They made it here with this combination. Michael Malone. I applauded when Michael Malone was hired. I thought he was the right coach at the right time. I became worried. The bubble was the bubble. You made the run 57, Jamal, like all that. You made the run, bubble run, whatever. But since the bubble, I have become worried that Michael Malone was John Fox. And I love Foxy. Never forget when John Fox walked up to me. He's like, hey, you're a big comic book nerd. What the hell's an Ant-Man? Because <laughs> two of his sons worked for Marvel, and they had finished up the Captain America Winter Soldier, and they were going to do the first Ant-Man movie. Again, this was years ago. And... I love John Fox. I absolutely love Foxy. See him at the Senior Bowl, say hi, whatever is whatever. Like, I love John Fox, and he wasn't good enough to get you over the top. You needed something else. You needed somebody new. You needed Gary Kubiak and that Grecian formula. Beautiful. Way to go, Gary. Nice lettuce. I love Gary Kubiak's hair. Anyway, I was worried that Michael Malone was John Fox. Like, he's, he's really good. Michael Malone's really good, but you can't win a championship with him. And, well, until this year, you couldn't even get there. Michael Malone has quieted the doubters. And, again, I applauded the move. I know our man, Raj Sharon, loved Brian Shaw. Like, literally, seriously loved him. Probably still texts him to this day. Because I'm here to tell you, back in the day, you want to make my man, Raj Sharon, mad, you say anything bad about Brian Shaw. That was his guy. That was his dude. It's like someone to, if someone says something about C.J. Anderson to me. 
right? And I'm just like, whoa, ho, 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 wait, 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 wait. That's my bowling partner, man. <laughs> you, you shut your mouth. You shut up. So, yes, Brian Shaw, whatever's whatever, but, like, Michael Malone, I loved him. Then I was wondering if he would ever be good enough to get here. You don't have to wonder anymore. And that's the greatest thing of all about this Denver Nuggets team. Because Denver fans, y'all been shouting forever and ever and ever. Nikola Jokic, and I even remember before he was an all-star, and I would make all of you guys mad because I'm like, he's not even an all-star. How are you going to call him a superstar? He's not even an all-star. Well, he's been now multiple-time all-star. He's obviously the best player on the planet. He's obviously the best passing big man in NBA history. Like, there's so much good that you no longer have to project and say, well, they could get to the NBA Finals. Well, he could be a superstar. Well, he could, Michael Malone, could be a great coach. They're there, man. They're there. They made it. Now go get that damn ring. It's Denver Sports Tonight. I'm Cecil Lammy on a Friday. Hopefully the weather's good wherever you're at. I'm going to tell you why Sean Payton doesn't care about my feelings, and I'm okay with that. Next. Let me finish. Cecil Lammy. I love Fridays. When I get a fill-in on Denver Sports Tonight, I get to hang out with KJ. We're going to play basketball. Right? Oh, no dunking on the hoop. Um, yeah, we just kind of get to hang out and catch up, man. Talk sports. Keep in a break. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I wish I could tell you more about the Denver Broncos. I can't. Sean Payton doesn't care about my feelings, and I'm okay with that, man. Because Sean Payton is here to run this show with the Denver Broncos. Here's what we can't say. For example, and it's been 24 hours plus, and Patrick, if you're listening, one, I love you. Two, if you need me to take the tweet down, I will. But for example, yesterday I just said, hey, Cortland Sutton looks explosive. Sean Payton didn't necessarily talk about Cortland Sutton. Now, Russell Wilson was asked about his receivers, plural, and he did bring up Cortland Sutton. So maybe that's why I haven't been told to take the tweet down. But this is all I tweeted. KJ, you can pull it up if you want. I said, Cortland Sutton looks explosive. You know, really good day for Cortland Sutton. I cannot report that unless Sean Payton or one of the players at the podium talks about it. I didn't say anything about Sutton. I didn't say any sort of route combination. I didn't say who he caught the pass on. I didn't say anything. I just said Cortland Sutton looked explosive, and that is not allowed to be said. If you think I'm joking, they have a new Broncos media policy, and we all just have to get used to it, okay? So because Russell Wilson did talk about his receivers, plural, and included Cortland Sutton in that conversation, I suppose that's why my tweet is allowed to stay, saying merely Cortland Sutton looks explosive. And I thought it was one of the, uh, not necessarily shockers, but it, it was a pleasant surprise, okay? I love Cortland Sutton. I called him the steal of the draft ever since he came into the league. I was at the Dallas draft. I really thought the Cowboys would take him in the first round. They go Leighton Van Der Esch instead. They should have taken Cortland Sutton. Anyway, like, I've told the Cortland Sutton story. Everybody knows how much I love Cortland Sutton, and Court knows how much I love him. I appreciate his game, man. 
but since that knee injury, he hasn't looked explosive at all. He doesn't play above the rim anymore. He doesn't get off the line of scrimmage cleanly. And my observations from Broncos OTAs was like, hey, Cortland Sutton looks explosive. That's all I said. And again, haven't been asked to take it down. If I need to, I will. That's fine. But it's one of those things of like, that is how touchy things are. So I want to remind you of something that I reminded you of on Orange and Blue today. On Monday's show, I went off on insiders, quote-unquote insiders, for the Denver Broncos. One, there's a lot of people that go out to Broncos practice that go out there to play grab ass. Okay? And I understand the Denver Nuggets are in the NBA Finals. I just spent a half an hour talking about it, but our show, half of my show tonight, is about the Denver Nuggets. Why? Because it's important, man. And it's cool. It's fun. So I'm not going to bang on these reporter types that go to Centura. Wait, wait, wait. And I'm just getting used to it. Centura. Huh? What is it? Clinic? What? Oh, Centura Health Training Center. Right. CHTC. Not THC. CHTC. Centura Health Training Center. I get in trouble for that, KJ? Anyway. So, uh, like... Media members will go out there and they'll talk about the Rockies and it drives me up a flipping wall, man, because practice is right there. Me and Andrew Mason are taking like eight pages of notes, right? We're going down the roster and Arnie Stapleton's out there. We're crossing off players like we're dialed in and not everyone that goes to Broncos practice insiders are dialed in. They're out there playing grab ass, they're telling Dick Cheney jokes, and they're not watching practice, and it pisses me off. Because, especially now with Sean Payton, like, we don't get as much access, access, access as we used to. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, And so it's, like, very vital and critical that we watch this team with a close eye. It's incredibly vital and critical that we watch everything that's going on at the Denver Broncos. One, we don't get to see them that often. Two, they're going to be good this year. Maybe not Super Bowl good, but I'm saying playoffs. They can push for the playoffs. Maybe not after cutting Brandon McManus. That's an interesting move if I'm going to be nice about it. But, like, for me, having that badge means something. It doesn't mean I get to go talk to my friends in the Denver media. I'm friendly with most everybody in the Denver media. Some people don't like me. They'll be fine. They'll be all right. I'll be okay. I'm not out there to make friends, okay? I'm out there to watch flipping football. And, KJ, get the dump button ready. I guess I have one next to me. <laughs> the Derek button? Oh, oh, dump button. Dump. I have the dump button. Um, Like, seriously, dude, we don't get to see this team as much as we could. I don't want to go out there. And this is why I tell everyone, like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. I will tell you about how the family's doing. I will catch how are you guys doing? Where are you going on vacation? Like, I will talk to you when it's special teams. I will talk to you after practice while we're waiting around. I will talk to you then. I'm not unfriendly, but when I'm at Centura Health Training Center, got it. Centura Health Training Center. When I'm at CHTC, I am there to work. I'm not there to play grab ass. I'm not there to tell Dick Cheney jokes. I'm not there to just talk about the Rockies. Why would you want to do that? 
I am there to watch football. And so, because of Sean Payton's media policy, if you're hearing rumblings, I got, I got these rumblings, and I got this little, I got these sources, and I'm an insider, like, they're probably lying, making it up, or at the very least, just talking to agents. And agents will tell you anything. Agents will tell you there wasn't rain today. Okay? If it's good for their client. There was a... There was a Nothing but sunshine out in Colorado. Agents will flat out lie to you. I've had agents come up to me at Pro Days, and I talk to agents. I'm friendly with agents. And, man, alive, I wish Mike McCarty liked me. (laughs) I like Mike a lot. I think he's still Stokes' agent, I think. He's everybody's agent, but, like, uh, of course, I adore his family. I adore his dad. Uh, But Mike McCartney doesn't like me because I didn't like Zach Dysert. So he told my buddy Mike Shoddy one time, he's like, ah, it's Cecil Lamb, he's got a big mouth. He didn't like that Zach Dysert, because Zach Dysert was his client. Zach Dysert couldn't play. I'm sorry, your seventh-round quarterback from Miami of Ohio could not play in the NFL. I like Mike a lot. Mike's a really good agent. So I don't like the fact that he doesn't like me, but I'm just going to tell you the truth. And the truth of the matter is, I've had agents come up to me, not Mike, but other agents, and be like, hey, thanks for talking good about my player. And I'm like, well, I like him. I've also had agents say, hey, could you talk good about my player? No. The guy sucks. No. Like, no. Uh, It's something called integrity. Yes, integrity. Integrity, integrity, integrity farms. You going to Casa Benita, KJ? You probably didn't no. get that Tegrity Farms reference, did you? Mm. Not a big South Park fan? No? Didn't, didn't watch much of it. Never watch yeah. it. Okay, watch the uh, season 23 or something, the Tegrity Farm season. It's when Randy's growing weed. He's a weed farmer. So there you go, Tegrity Farms. It's all about Tegrity, so I'm not going to just say what an agent wants me to say. So if you have insiders, one, I know a lot of people out of Broncos practice that aren't actually watching practice. Two, Sean Payton's not going to let anything leak. Anything. And if there is anyone, and I've said this before, I'll say it again. Hey, George Payton, you like your job? Stop talking to Tom Pelissero, allegedly, or whatever I have to say. Sean Payton is getting rid of leakers. That's what he's doing. And if you work for Broncos Media, one, those guys don't say a whole lot anyway. They're, they're good uh, representations of the Denver Broncos. I like, I like the people that work for Broncos TV. I like people that work for DenverBroncos.com. I'll be very, very honest on this. I'll be very honest on everything because that's the best way. Uh, those guys don't say a whole lot. They never have been leakers, um, so that's a good thing. But if you work within that building, you better shut your mouth because <laughs> ain't nothing getting out. We get to training camp and you all get there, and that's why I want to like kind of fast forward to training camp because then you can't stop us. <laughs> well, I mean, you can stop us. You can take away our credential, but like, no, no, no. When you fans are there, you're going to see what's going on. Fans are going to tweet about it. Fans are going to talk about it, and that means we can talk about it a little bit more. Still have to follow policy. Not going to tell you formations. Not going to tell you tendencies. Not going to tell you about trick plays, like all these sorts of things, but like, Sean Payton's locked it down, man. So there's no, I'm a Broncos insider. No, you're not. You're a liar. <laughs> Big liar. Hey, face. 
Sean Payton's locked it down, man. So just get ready for new Broncos coverage. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Just go win. You don't win, then this is going to be issues. Right now, it's the off season, baby. Get to work. And that's what the Broncos are doing. Why could DeAndre Hopkins ruin your day? Broncos fans, it's not good. I'll tell you what it is next. You ever just get away from your phone and you're like, this is the greatest moment of my life. (laughs) Oh, and I know, uh, yeah, I got a Faraday bag. You know what that is, KJ? I think I've I've told you before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the cuts off all signals to your phone. Mm-hmm. So it don't it doesn't buzz, it doesn't beep, doesn't make any noise. It just sits there and is quiet. So I haven't looked at my phone. Please tell me he hasn't signed yet. But DeAndre Hopkins is probably going to sign with the Chiefs. How about that? Hasn't signed yet? Yes, KJ? No? Yes? We know? Nope. No? Okay. I didn't think so. And it may not happen today. It may not happen tomorrow. Maybe happens next week. The Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs are the two most likely places he goes. DeAndre Hopkins is coming to the AFC, and that's bad news for the Denver Broncos. Because if he goes to a team like the Baltimore Ravens, the Ravens are competing for a wild card spot. Because we know Cincinnati runs that division. Pittsburgh's going to make some noise. Um, depending on what Kenny Pickett can do in year two. But you have DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, let's say he goes to Buffalo. He goes to Buffalo. Buffalo might not win their division. I know Stephon Diggs isn't 100% happy. Not a lot of people know that. But I'm here to tell you, you know, there are concerns that he's not at OTAs. It's voluntary, I know. But he also got in a shouting match with Josh Allen the last time they played. And Josh Allen has publicly said, like, no, we're good. Everything's good. Everything's good. Uh, Sometimes when guys say that, it's the opposite. I'm pretty close to Buffalo uh, in in terms of people I talk to. No one's told me that Stephon Diggs is unhappy. But I've done this long enough to kind of read the tea leaves and know, okay, huh. Shouting match with the quarterback, huh? (laughs) <laughs> How does shouting matches last? Uh, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to be mean, but like, yeah. Um, when you're seen in a shouting match on the sidelines, that could impact your status with the team or other teams. Anyway, just do the math, everybody. Um, DeAndre Hopkins going to the Chiefs, and the Chiefs already phoned about him. They were nosing around DeAndre Hopkins. They have not replaced Juju Smith-Schuster. Now, I know Juju Smith-Schuster is hes talented. He's limited in what he can do role-wise. Um, I don't mind Juju. I think he's a nice enough guy. I think he's a good player. Maybe he's not as good as he thinks he is. Whatever is whatever. But, like, they have not replaced Juju Smith-Schuster. And it would require restructuring of contracts because the Chiefs... Remember that one time? Now I'm going member bears. Remember when the Chiefs had like $11 in salary cap space? (laughs) But Brett Veach is their GM, and he's beautiful. He's brilliant. He's wonderful, tremendous, whatever I want to say. But, like, there's always the money. They always have the money. That's why I don't believe this Brandon McManus thing was about the money. Oh, it's just about the money. There's always the money. 
There's always the money. What's his cap number? Make it a bonus. Give him the minimum. Oh, man, we restructured his deal. And he'll be a free agent next year. You should have had Brandon McManus for this year. Getting rid of Brandon McManus could be what keeps you out of the playoffs. It's a mistake. You don't want him around for next year, then whatever. You need some salary cap space, then whatever. Make his salary a bonus. You have Walmart money. You're fine. The Broncos didn't want Brandon McManus. They can say whatever they want to say. But at the end of the day, the end of the day, (laughs) I've had two cups of coffee and two energy drinks. At the end of the day, my heart stopped. Um, (laughs) What happened to Cecil? Oh, and uh, energy drinks, a bunch of coffee. Uh, Yeah, we'll be having a memorial for him next week. Anyway, I appreciate you all. I love you all. But for the love of God, why did you have to get rid of Brandon McManus? Seriously. Unless you're worried about it being a leaker. Again, Sean Payton is getting rid of leaks. So if you're over there pumping your chest, because I'm an insider, like, yeah, your ass is going to be gone. So how about you pump the brakes on that? DeAndre Hopkins might be with the Kansas City Chiefs by next week. So good luck. Because the greatest team in your conference and the greatest team in your division might get one of the best wide receivers in today's game. And I know DeAndre Hopkins isn't a spring chicken anymore, but look at what he did last year when he came back from his suspension. He was putting up Pro Bowl numbers again, and that was with Kyler Murray, who can't do anything unless his dad tells him what to do. Kyler Murray's dad is a problem in Arizona. But guess what they're doing in Arizona? They're cleaning house. And guess what Kyler's going to get gone? He's They're going to clean Kyler Murray out next year. You want Kyler Murray? He's up for trade. Probably next year. Anyway, getting ahead of myself. Denver Sports tonight. Check out denversports.com. Also, Circa event. Check it out. Denversports.com slash fantasy. My Circa event. You want to be in Las Vegas with me? DenverSports.com slash fantasy. He's KJ. Thanks, dude. You're the man of the box. I'm Cecil Lammy saying be safe, be kind, know that you're appreciated. Stay tuned. And would you please, Denver, stay frosty.